Hey there, and welcome to Life as a Bee, the podcast. I'm the bee, Kelsey. Here, we talk about all things life, the struggles, the insights, and everything the human experience offers in between. Basically, each week I'm touching on themes that come up in my own personal life and sharing them with you. So let's connect on the process. Thanks for listening. This week, social media. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life as a Bee. I am back with you. Um, I tried to film this episode last night at like midnight and it was awful. So here I am coming to you in a more clear state, midday, a reasonable hour to share with you my perspective on social media. Um, But before we do that, I wanted to talk to you guys about some things that are going on in my life because we typically do like a little bit of a intro at the beginning. So, oh, I just got an email. So I don't know if you guys would have heard that. Um, So what can I say? Life has been pretty good lately. Um, It's one of those things where I know in my last uh, couple of episodes, I've been talking about how June and July were such difficult months for me, but I'm at this point where it was like, I understand why, why I went through what I went through and I feel really good. Like today I just was at the grocery store, um, you know, picking up some Brussels sprouts, trying to be healthy. Um, and I just had a moment where I was like, life is good. Like I feel good. Um, and I typically, am on that side of things, but it just like, it had been a little rough there for a while. Like I was going through some learnings and, uh, yeah, it was just nice to like have that moment where I was like, yeah, life's good. I feel good. I feel like really happy with where I'm at. So that has been really nice to finally, um, after a couple months of really just honestly, like, like I said, dancing in this uncertainty, just kind of have that certainty come back. Like I still don't know what I'm doing, but there's a bit of like more certainty and like, yeah, it's going to be okay. So that's been really awesome. The past couple of weeks have just been so nourishing. Um, I've had some like really good quality time with my sister. Hopefully you guys liked the podcast that I did with her. Um, it showed me, uh, kind of, a, like an outer perspective of our relationship, whereas like I, I'm the older sister, so I kind of sometimes can like tend to dominate um, conversations. So I'm sorry, Riley, if I was cutting you off and stuff. That's something that is kind of good for me to see, though, so I can be more mindful of that in the future. And yeah, and also I say anyways and so and totally like there's certain words that I say a lot so that was kind of funny to see that come out in conversation because when I'm talking to myself on my iPhone 6 recording these podcasts I don't um, pick up on that as much so in a conversation style it was interesting to uh, pick up on my personal you know isms Um, Yeah, but I really enjoyed that conversation with Riley, and I hope you guys did too, and we're going to have her back. I think we're going to discuss maybe um, stepping into your divine feminine or something in our, like, journey to, like, really embracing our feminine side. I think we live in a very masculine-dominant world, 
and especially as someone that is working in like an entrepreneurial side of things or uh, working towards that, it's hard to um, fully embrace your feminism. So that is a whole other podcast topic. So I'll just stop there. But that's kind of the idea. And then last week, I interviewed one of my dear friends, um, my old co-worker, and we had a really great chat too. So that episode's going to come out next Tuesday is the plan. Tuesday is the plan for the podcast, and I recognize that it is Wednesday that I am recording this and Wednesday that it is going up. I had such good intentions to get this thing up on Tuesday, and last night I was like, I got to record. I need to get this up on Tuesday, and it just like it wasn't flowing. So I put my phone down. I went to bed. I slept in till almost 1 p.m. I hadn't had a sleep in in so long. I think my body just needed it. It felt so good. And sometimes, you know what? It's really nice to just have like a really intense sleep in and not have any kind of guilt from it. My body's been really tired lately. I think that I'm kind of maybe fighting off something or I don't know, like, something's like shifting in me. Um, and yeah, I've just been really tired lately. So I just let myself sleep and you know what, tomorrow we'll get up at our regular time and, um, move forward. But yeah, for, yeah, for this morning I needed, I needed a bit of sleep. Um, yeah. So what else has been new guys? I went to a party on Saturday. Um, I haven't been to a party in so long. I don't really drink very much anymore. And if I do, it's just like, one beer, maybe two max. And I had a couple more than two beer. Um, so yeah, I haven't been like out to a party in forever. It was, it was kind of nice. It was really refreshing. It was, a there was a band and we were dancing. I had some really good talks with people, like people I know and strangers and, yeah, it was just like a good day. And then I slept in a tent and I love sleeping in tents. Um, there's just something about like being outside. I was like in these people's backyard, just like chilling in a tent. We were the only ones that had a tent, (laughs) but, um, I just love sleeping outside. I kind of want to make that an intention for the end before it gets a little bit too cold because we're kind of coming towards the end of summer to have a camp out, one more camp out before, before the fall cold air comes in, um, I think that would be really fun and good for the soul. But yeah, I uh, was a little bit hungover on Sunday. And like I said, I don't really drink anymore. Like I'm the girl that's bringing kombucha to like parties or, or like I said, having one beer and like it's done. I'm just not, I used to be quite the drinker growing up and it's just like not where I'm at these days. I don't enjoy it. I feel like I can have a lot more of like a fun time sober. I like being aware of what's going on. I like being able to have really good conversations. And I find that like beyond one or two beers, I, it's just like not a habit that I enjoy indulging in. But like I said, every once in a while, like I had such a good time on Saturday. So every once in a while, like you need to, you know, just go with the flow. And the flow was taking me towards a couple of beers. So yeah, I was pretty hungover on Sunday though. So, um, I apologize to anyone that was in my company because, uh, (laughs) it was probably not fun to be around. Um, when I'm hungover, I like to sleep and I don't, uh, I'm not as, uh, engaging if you will, as I typically am. So 
yeah, that's what's been going on with me. Today, I'm going to talk to you guys about social media. And I think that this is going to be like a pretty quick episode, just like my thoughts, my opinions on social media, because um, I have some things to say about it. And I where better to express my opinions and my own personal podcast. So let's dive into it. Social media. I think everyone kind of has a love-hate relationship with social media, um, and we can be at sometimes more on the love side than the hate side, and sometimes more on the hate side than the love side. Depends where you're at in life. I'm just going to start off by saying I love social media, but I didn't always love social media because I've really curated my social media to be a positive place. And I kind of have like a no BS policy with my social media. And I wanted to have this conversation because of my old relationship with social media and my old relationship with myself. Um, I, growing up, was very hard on myself and I still have spouts where that comes up but I was very hard on myself and had a lot of issues and struggles with things like food and body image and I found it really hard to love myself and I found and in that I found it really hard to believe that other people could love me um, or like me or even just enjoy my company which were all stories that I told in my head but I see a lot of people also struggling with similar things. And I often see social media really perpetuating that idea. Um, I could not imagine being a teenager with things like Instagram. And I don't really know what other social medias teenagers use. I'm sure there's more than just Instagram. Um, Hi, I'm old. Uh, Not actually old, but almost 30. So I grew up in this generation where we had like MSN and I think I got Facebook when I was in like grade 11 or 12. I can't quite, maybe a little bit before that. I don't know, but I definitely had like those awkward adolescent years of like 13 to 16, 17 even without having to worry about social media. We had MSN and there was a lot of like online chat rooms and stuff that I was a part of, but I could not imagine navigating something like Instagram or uh, Facebook at a younger age. And I'm really thankful for that. But I also recognize that there's so many, there's kids now that are dealing with, with that as they're trying to figure out who they are. And yeah, I just like, it seems like, like I can't even fathom that. I think social media can often at times tend to put an emphasis on the outer world and the importance of our outward appearance, our outward things, materialistic things, what we look like, what clothes we have, what cars we have, what shoes we have. Are we wearing the newest brands? Are we um, being super productive? Like it's a lot of outward, it's an outward expression of who we are really. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I do think it tends to sometimes put the importance on the outward expression. And then in doing so is triggering something often which is actually rooted deeply within us. 
a lot of the times when we're feeling triggered by something on social media, it's not the per- the fact that that person has a nice car or has like beautiful eyebrows. That is rooted in something much deeper that needs to be addressed. Those are our inward triggers, if you will, um, that we need to look at that we often are masking with putting up a photo of ourselves to make ourselves feel better and get validation. I listened to this really interesting TED Talk or I don't know if it was a TED Talk or something, but it was this guy talking about how essentially people that have grown up with social media have grown up with this idea of instant validation. So you know how they say as a millennial, they there was like this thing going around a couple years ago where they were saying that we don't know how to deal with criticism because even for participating, we were getting ribbons, like participation ribbons. We were being rewarded for basically doing the bare minimum. So social media, like it amplifies that by basically we post a picture and we get likes and we're validated. It's like a drug. If we're feeling low, we post a picture, we share something and then people like it. Um, They tell us how amazing we are. It's like this constant validation. And when you're seeking constant validation outwardly, it's hard to recognize that actually that validation comes from within and uh, also to sit down and realize why you need that validation. Like what, what is the deeper root of the need for that validation? Because if we were to all sit down and think about the root of why we're posting something or what we're trying to get out of posting something, it would really change the game for social media. And when I talk about social media, I do, I am mainly talking about Instagram, although I do think this applies to a lot of social media just because I use Instagram and I love Instagram. But like I said, that wasn't always my relationship with Instagram because I, I had to sit down for a while and really think about why I was feeling triggered or why I was feeling less than or why I was feeling the need to post something to get validated. And if a certain person or not enough people liked my photo, like what was wrong with me? Like, remember when Instagram would, after 11 likes, start uh, showing you like the numbers of likes? Like, I remember at a point when it was kind of still new, like I went through my, sorry, side tangent, but I, I sometimes will go through my feed cause I'm a low key narcissist, but also it's like my memory reel. It reminds me of like certain times and I love my photos, but back in like the early days of Instagrams, I have pictures with like one or zero likes and it didn't phase me. And then all of a sudden it became this thing. And then there were all those memes going around. It's like, when you get past 11 likes, like goals, because after 11 likes, it would start counting your likes. And Anyway, um, yeah, it's so interesting how, like, we can feel less than if we don't get a certain amount of likes. And I've definitely been there. I remember when I was traveling, there were times when, like, guys, I was getting over 100 likes. Like, pretty big deal over here. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I remember when I was traveling, um, I would post all these pictures and I would, like, sit there and watch my like accounts come in. Um... And actually, it was over this trip that I also really reevaluated my relationship with social media because I was in these amazing places doing these amazing things. And to an extent, at certain parts of my trip, the only thing that was important was like the likes and the validation I was getting through social media, which is so not 
healthy. Um, I was actually on my friend's podcast a while ago and we were talking about how when I first started traveling, it was because I thought that people would think I was cool because I was traveling. And in through doing so in traveling, it became something much deeper and much more significant in my life. But it kind of is the same thing tied to social media. And I'll be completely 100% real and honest about that. My intentions to travel sometimes were to show the world how amazing I am. And there's nothing wrong with that. I am in such a different place now. And even throughout my travels, that really shifted. And me taking photos and making videos shifted for outward validation to realizing like this is something that I actually really enjoy doing. I love taking photos for myself and I love making these videos to remind me of my trips and it's something that I do because it lights my soul up. But I had to do the inner work to realize first off what my intention was and why my intention was that and I really had to break down why I didn't feel good enough or why I didn't feel like people would like me unless I was doing X, Y, and Z. And once I was able to break that stuff down and truly look at myself and just see me and figure out what it is I like and don't like and to really be in a state of doing the things that I'm aligned with, Instagram totally changed for me. And I'm not going to lie, it seems kind of silly like talking about this stuff and then relating it back to social media because social media is not real life. And I think that's really important to understand. And social media is not the most important things in life. If you were to lay out your priorities, I really hope that social media wouldn't be at the top of your priorities. Uh, To lay out your priorities, for me, social media is not there, but social media also is a way for me to creatively express. And I always say to people, if you can experience a moment and capture it at the same time, why not? I think that through changing my outlook on what social media offers me and uh, the connections it's allowed me to have, the inspiration and empowerment it's allowed me to have, if I can capture a moment but still truly experience it, then I'm going to. And I think I actually have done a really good job and I'm really quite capable of capturing moments and experiencing them at the same time. I have ex- I have experiences where I don't even bring out my camera or my phone um, because they don't I don't need to capture them because they're something else to me. But if I'm doing something like say, so I go to this music festival every year, Bonnaroo, I want to capture that because that is such a dear and close thing to me. And I love looking through my photos and going through my stories and seeing and going back to that time and place. I love that so much. And like I said, photography is one of my creative expressions. So some people that maybe don't um, have that same attachment to photography wouldn't understand, but someone might have a journal. And to me, that's the same thing. Me taking photos at an event is the same thing as someone maybe journaling about the event. Or when I'm traveling, if I'm taking photos or creating videos, to me, that's the same thing as someone bringing a travel journal. But it is kind of what I was saying earlier, and then I got off on a side tangent. Um, it was. It is kind of funny to think about, like, we're talking about social media, but really we're talking about, like, something a lot deeper. We're talking about, like, people's ability to fully love themselves and to not seek outward validation, which is basically what social media can turn into. 
So for me, when I was traveling, I really had to sit down and think about that because it got to a point where I was like, I'm just doing this for the Instagram. And me and my sister had the funniest joke when we were traveling. Um, (laughs) And we would like see these. The first time we said it, we were like, on like this boat trip in Vietnam and she was jumping off the boat or something. And I was like, do it for grandma instead of like, do it for the gram, like do it, get the picture for grandma because, um, everyone always says, do it for the gram. Like you're doing it to get the photo. Like if you don't take an Instagram photo, did it actually happen? Like all those jokes. So we would say like, do it for grandma. And, uh, so these guys were on this boat trip with us and then we would see them like, pretty much every town we were in, in Vietnam. And every time they'd see us, they'd be like, do it for grandma. (laughs) But it was kind of, it's still, it was our joke because we still wanted to get the photos, but we also were very much there to get the experience and to be in the moment and live. But, um, yeah, it was just like our inside joke. So do it for grandma. Don't do it for the gram guys. Do it for grandma. It's a little travel story, and also it's kind of true. Like, we, I still love getting photos, but, like, you need to sit down and think about what your intention of the photo is. So when I was traveling, I, would, I had to sit down and think about that, and it changed my whole perspective. And like I said, just said, Instagram is not real life. Social media is not real life. And even when someone is posting their very best or their very worst, no matter what they're posting, it is still a curated image, story, something that they're putting out. Even me, like I quite often will be like more raw and vulnerable on my social media, but it's still curated. At the end of the day, I still like have decided what part of my vulnerability you want me to see. And I think that's really important to remember. I think part of the reason why social media can be such a dark place for a lot of people and a triggering place for a lot of people is because it's basically we are comparing our lives to other people's highlight reels. Everyone is just posting the good as they should because this is that it social media is exactly that, your highlight reel. And I think once you get to understand that it's a lot easier to understand that oh my gosh these people are living amazing lives but that's not their life that is a moment from a day in their lives that's not you don't know what happened before that photo was taken or after that photo was taken and the same with vloggers or bloggers you don't know what was happening in between clips you don't know and it's almost so liberating once you realize that you don't know what was going on you don't know how many photos that person took to get that one photo where they looked that way they could have had a hundred other photos that they did not look that way in but that's the power of that's the power of social media and that can also be the beauty of social media because it's like this collection of moments together and that's really how I've chosen to see it um one thing I've always told myself are since I've kind of made this shift and to have like a more positive outlook on social media is comparison is the theft of joy. And if we are going through other people's highlight reels comparing, we're never going to be happy with what we have. Even if we're going through someone, anyone's life in any regard and comparing it to ours, 
we're never going to feel like we measure up because that's their life and your life is different. Everyone offers a unique thing to this world and to see their other people's amazingness and to no, totally neglect yours is just irresponsible and doing a disservice to yourself. Also, I feel like when you're able to see the beauty in your own life, it makes you be able to see the beauty in other people's life so much more. It allows you to see the happiness and be happy for people that are happy. I know like for me, the second I was able to really start to sit back and like see my life for what it was and appreciate my life and understand the highs and the lows and embrace it all. I was able to look at other people's lives and just be happy for them. If I had a friend that was like hanging out with a bunch of friends and I just wasn't included in that day, I mean, a couple years ago, like five years ago, I would have really been hurt by that. But now I'm like, no, that is amazing. That they had such a great day and isn't it amazing that there's a place where they can share that love with the world. Um, I think it really is all about perspective and me and my friend in the next episode talk a little bit about this, but just even shifting your perspective to what social media is and uh, what people are putting out there can really just lighten the load that social media has put on society uh, it's not about comparison. It's about sharing and empowering and inspiring. And that's just how I've chosen to see it. I think too, social media is not meant to be this great, big, heavy thing. It can be so light and airy. And like I said, it's not real life. So to put so much power on something that is not real is really, it. It's not, it's doing yourself a disservice. It's like putting a power in a person, like taking your power away from yourself in any regard and putting it onto something is just not, not healthy. I think too, there is such power in being able to kind of expand what a highlight reel looks like. And for me, I've chosen to be more vulnerable on my social media, share what I'm actually going through because I see so many people only posting like these unrealistic expectations of what life looks like and like I said that is totally okay because we're we want to share the good things we want when I look back at my photo album of my Instagram feed or my stories it's just such happy memories and it takes me back to that happy time but I do think it's important to be human too and to share what we're all going through if that aligns with you but I really have decided to follow people that present a much more raw and authentic side to themselves once again with that being said it's still not real life I mean that's closer to real life than these like completely done up unrealistic shots but I think it's really important to show all sides of your human one of the biggest things for me that really changed the game was I really have curated my Instagram and my followers. Like, guys, we have the power. We have the choice to follow who we want to follow. We have the power to have our feed be a certain way. And I think we sometimes maybe forget that. Um, so I unfollowed a lot of people and it was nothing personal against them. It was just, I was in a place where like certain people and certain things were not making me feel great about myself. And through doing the inner work, I don't feel like as triggered by that stuff anymore, but I was at a place where I needed to remove that from my account. 
Um, and now it's just, I don't even see it as something that like triggers me. And every time I say triggers, I do like the air quotes because I feel like it is such an overused word, but I don't know what else to say. So if you guys know another word, I mean, leave a comment or something. Um, I used to think that those things were things that triggered me. And now I just see that they're not things that I align with. So an example would be like, I had to stop following a lot of like fitness and, um, like diet type accounts because I have my own personal issues or had my own personal issues with that kind of stuff. Um, whereas someone who's super into fitness could see that as such like an empowering, inspiring thing. Um, and I just didn't. So I had to unfollow a lot of those accounts and not because those people are putting out bad things, but it just wasn't aligned with me and it wasn't making me feel good about myself and it wasn't inspiring me to do the things that I wanted to do. So I filled my Instagram with expanders, as I like to call them, and it's not my term, and I think I've mentioned them a couple times on the pod, but um, they're just people that, and I think the term originally came from Lacey Phillips, who has a website called To Be Magnetic, um, who I love and has been like a huge influencer in um, changing perspective and tapping into my self-worth and my authenticity. Um An expander is essentially someone that inspires you, someone that you see in yourself that is where you want to be and not out of a comparison way, but out of like, oh my gosh, if they can do it, I can do it. Or look what they're doing. That's amazing. I want to do that too. And some, and people that offer an abundance and, um, and in an encouragement nature. So in the morning, When I'm having my coffee and scrolling through my Instagram feed, and a lot of people say you shouldn't go on your phone or your Instagram feed first thing in the morning, but guys, I, I mean, it's not typically like the first, first thing I do. And sometimes it is like this morning, it definitely was, but my feed is curated to be such a positive and empowering place that I'm going through and I'm seeing all these like motivational quotes or, um, these like really profound statements that people are saying, like the people talking about like beautiful things that happened in their life or sharing like their achievements. And it isn't coming from a place of look at me, validate me. It's coming from a place of this is what I'm doing. And I'm so happy. And I want to share this love with the world and I receive it that way. So I'm not waking up and going on my Instagram feed and feeling like I'm not enough. Like I haven't done enough. Like I slept in too late. Like I shouldn't be drinking coffee. I should be drinking green juice or all this like very like spiritual bypassy stuff. Like it just is such a safe space for me um, to navigate. And I think that there's like certain things you can do. Like I said, don't be ashamed in unfollowing certain people. It's nothing against the person. It's totally, it, it, it's, it's for you. Like you're account is for you. And I have people in my life that I just don't follow because the stuff that they post just isn't, I don't resonate with it. It doesn't align with me. And that doesn't mean that I'd like that person any less. It just means that I don't, when I see their posts, it's, it's just not something that is like, makes sense on my personal feed. Um, There's also other things you can do. Social media allows you to hide your stories from people if you don't want certain people seeing your stories because uh, of 
for whatever reason, they, they make it easy for you to mute people so you don't see their stories and you don't see their posts because we all have those people that we know you can't really unfollow them, but you're just not interested in seeing what they have to post. And again, like I don't mean that in a way that in a in a hurtful way or a way of putting to anyone down. I think it's just that there's no obligation. That is a that is somewhere for you to um really curate to be your own and social media is such a double-edged sword. So why not use it to your power? Why not use it as a place of inspiration and a place of uh of empowerment and a place of love because it does have that power. Um, yeah, I think for me, it is a place for me to express creatively. I love to make videos. I love to take photos. I love to write out my thoughts and I love to be able to share that with the world. Part of my releasing process is to literally put it out into the world Um, I really, it doesn't matter how many people see it or how many people, um, engage with it, but once it's out there, it really helps me to process what I've created and to step into my worth in that way. Because there are times when I do deal with a bit of an imposter syndrome where I don't feel like I'm worthy of sharing a photo or sharing something I've written and social media and my Instagram is such a safe place for me to do that, um, And I think that that's something that a lot of creative people really like about social media and to totally shift your perspective on it. Honestly, guys, it just like is such a big game changer. I can't stress it enough. The second that you can stop comparing and the second that you can stop judging and the second that you can see other people's lives as beautiful because you are seeing your own life as beautiful or the second that you feel like you are worthy so other people are totally worthy as well and there's no comparison it just changes the game and it totally changes the intention behind anything you're posting or anything you're sharing and don't get me wrong like there are times when I do kind of have that feeling like sift back into my life but then that's times when I'm like okay I need to take a break because it's there's no, no shame in needing to take a break every now and then from uh, from social media. And I think that's a really good thing. I don't think as humans we're meant to be like so attached to like these electronic objects. Of course, that is like where the world is now and we do need to adapt and change and grow with it. But also take a break. Go for a walk without your phone. Like there's so many periods and times in the day where I'll just put my phone on airplane mode and... And then I'm just totally unattached to my phone and I don't have to worry about it and I can do me. I can go for a walk without my phone I or if I want to just listen to music, I can bring my phone but not be worried about social media or feel tempted to check it. And usually when I'm getting that like feeling like that temptation to check my social media, um, I know that it's time for me to take a break. And a break doesn't have to be like this week-long detox. Even just like making some guidelines for yourself for a short period of time. Like I've had weeks where I'm like, hey, after 7 p.m., I'm just not going to touch my phone um, or I'm not going to go on social media or I'll like I'll delete the Instagram app because 
I just need like a little bit of separation from it. And that is totally fine. That doesn't mean I enjoy it any less. It just, I'm just aware of when I needed to step back. And that can be so true to anything in life. It's like eating like junk food. Guys, I love A&W. And I will never stop myself from eating A&W. But when I've had A&W four times in one week, sometimes I'm like, okay, Kels, like next week, maybe we won't do A&W. Maybe I won't have any A&W because I just need a bit of break. And sometimes separation is the most beautiful thing we can do um, to maintain a positive relationship with something. Yeah, so that's my stance on social media. I don't know. It's just something that I find I'm really passionate about because I do see it as such an empowering and special place. And I know a lot of people have a really negative relationship with it, and I used to. And I also used to have a really negative relationship with myself. And I think through changing my relationship with myself and changing my perspective on social media, it really honestly changed my life. Like social media, as much as it, like as much as it's hard to believe is like, it's a huge part of our lives. Like we live in, it's almost 2020. Like this is just the way the world is. And for me to do what I want to do, I need to be using social media as a platform, but I also want to be responsible and make sure that I am sharing my experiences with people because I know there's a lot of people in my life that have negative relationships with social media. Um, and it doesn't need to be that way. And maybe if you do have a negative relationship with social media, then the best thing to do is just to not have it. Cause that's okay too. I think it's really about finding what works best for you. Um, and being able to see it for what it is. It's not real life. Social media is not real life. It's a create curated highlight reel. We get to choose what we put out there, but we also have the choice of what we are receiving. So if we're receiving things that are not making us feel good, then stop. You don't have to unfollow, mute. You're, there's no obligation for you to be constantly willingly receiving messages that do not align with you. And I know that there's advertisements everywhere and we don't have as much control over that, but the places that we do have control, we really should be looking for the joy in it and the inspiration in it and not the, not the sad parts of it. Um, I don't know. Does that make sense guys? I feel like I say that at the end of every episode, but to me it makes sense. And it's a really important message to me. And especially as someone, when I was a teenager, I just wish someone had kind of given me that advice. Um, I want to do a whole episode on my advice to my younger self because I think I have a pretty interesting perspective on that. Something I do wish that I had known growing up, um, and especially in the early days of my Instagram use was that I have the power to choose what I'm receiving. So why not make that choice only positive things? Um, social media can be pretty cool. Um, we just need to like change our perspective on on what it is. And I like to post things, but it's light. It's breezy. Sometimes I'll talk about how I found myself again. (laughs) Um, sometimes I'll just take a picture of my dog and say, Hey, look, here's Penny. Um, there's no rules. There's no expectation. It's just fun. And remember guys, if you're ever doing it for the gram, just do it for grandma instead. Okay. Bye. (laughs)